Hello, hello, test, test, one, two, one, two, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Big uh, Pezza Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Big Pezza, and uh, this is the weekly podcast where I talk about nothing, or something, and then something else, maybe, let's have So I guess, well, what I've been up to, uh, oh, I've uh, made a few videos, little short videos this week, a couple of exclusive things on the Patreon. Um, I'm doing a, uh, if you didn't know, uh, Patreon users now have access to a new series that I've started, the, uh, the 3D print. So I take, you know, through the design process, through the struggle process, and through the thing. So at the moment I'm struggling with something else, but that will be uh, uh, for a later episode, much later, because uh, I don't want to uh, talk about it until it's finished, and uh, to a point where I'm happy with the print. Um, but I think I have worked out the problem and I need to slow down the printer. Um, but this past week or so, I have been printing off a bunch of bits for a friend of mine, uh, because, well, looked at it, well, I gave out a lot of free stuff with a 3D printer, let's face it. I gave out a lot of free freebies uh, while learning the trade of uh, 3D printing, or learning the skill of, and um, I didn't, um, I didn't uh, always get it correct. I had a lot of misprints, a lot of failures. And uh, yes, uh, having a few of them at the moment because I'm trying to print with something new. And until I get the settings down, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. But I think I'm getting very close now. I had a very successful-ish print last night, but not super happy with it. So I'm going to go back. Um, I'm happy with everything. It's just that... I need to change a couple of settings and then I can get it correct. So yes, it's been a week of repairs and 3D printing for me, not so much riding. Um, I did go to the... Um, uh, yes, I will go for a little jolly today, I'm pretty sure. Might take my C65 out for a little spin round around. But yes, uh, I will uh, be out for a little ride today, I think bit later on. Just a bit of annoying that all that stuff has happened and everything. Uh, but yes, got all that done. CT's now repaired and everything ready for a camping trip, which I, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm either on or going to be on or returned on. Well, depending on you listen to this podcast, I guess. Um, so yes, Honda CT is ready for a camping trip. Recently also got my drone out, uh, which is really good. Um, got the drone out that's all ready to rock um i was a bit worried i was like okay well i haven't flown this thing for ages and i'm going to remember how to do this is the is it going to need like a massive update before i can do anything it actually connected straight away i didn't update it i think it did say oh we recommend you updating i was like you know what if it if it ain't broke don't fix it i don't want to update it my phone is not the best phone that i'm using but it's good enough because um, a lot of the phones are too big and they don't fit in the actual um, they don't fit in the actual uh, controller slot where the uh, where the controller pinches it. I'm just doing a little bit of the old washing up at the moment. If you can hear pitter patter of water, the cat will probably want feeding again soon. Um, <clears throat> but yes, it was just uh, just to let you guys know that's sort of thing what I've been doing this week. 3D printing, repairing of the bikes, and uh, getting ready for 
well, I'll pack my bags soon because I'll be away. Nice little camping trip. Um, and it's going to be a, a cub event, a Honda cub event. So, yes, it's uh, cubs only, small bikes only, and definitely not for the faint hearted. Um, I reckon there will be some off roading involved, which is absolutely fine for me because I'll be on Honda CT. Uh, I won't be bashing a nice C90 off road. Not that any of my C90s are particularly, well, what that blue one's particularly nice. I'm, yes, I think I might take that. That's the one I think I might take for a spin today. I'll see. I'll see. Um, yeah, so with the price of petrol and everything, oh, it's going to uh, be a very expensive month for me. I have got a bit of a big road trip coming up near the end of the month. And uh, yeah. Is it near the end of this month? No. Well, I've got a big road trip coming up this year anyway. We're not quite into uh, whatever. But yeah, I've got uh, uh, one big road trip available coming up. And I do want to take the VFR. Uh, still, my plan is the VFR because it's such a good, comfortable bike. So I will be using the VFR. It's a road trip after all. And I've just calculated the cost of petrol and it's going to cost me a lot. And I'm not particularly looking forward to that. Um, so, luckily though, I'm doing these 3D prints at the moment for someone. And I said to him, well, you know what? We know that it's this much in the shops. We know it's this much everywhere else. So, if I charge you less than half, uh, which is fine because, you know, some of that money will go towards the materials. Uh, the rest postage, you know, whatever. So... It's fine. I will get my. Uh, I'll get uh, at least one petrol tank full from this job, so it's not too bad, really. That's something. It's a win-win situation. He gets what he wants at a discounted price, and I get a tank of petrol, which is really good. Uh, so yeah, um, I can't wait <laughs> to get all this. Okay, once his printing's done, then I can print this other thing. I'm trying to do. So yes, that's just uh, an update of what I've been doing. But now onto the main subject. Sorry for rambling on about uh, 3D printing and what I've been doing. Thought you'd find it maybe interesting. Uh, but yes, if you're a patron, you should see them new series of stuff. Right, on to, <coughs> on to, um, what was I doing? Yes, on to what I was talking about. Uh, the main subject for the for the day. It's the TT. Now the TT finished the other day. And uh, well, the other week, and I was a bit behind on the whole thing, and I'm behind. And if so, if, if you're a patron, you get these podcasts a week early, and I'm still behind on that uh, front as well. So, yes, I'm a bit late. And if you're listening to this as a non-patron and just on the old uh, thing, then you get this even later. But it doesn't really matter because no one cares what I talk about anyway, really. So, uh, anyway, the uh, TT has finished. Again for another year, and there has been some. Um, there was five deaths this year, I think. Uh, five deaths, and it's not just the people who take part in the races; it's the people watching as well. I mean, it is, and a lot of people they don't actually know what the TT is. Uh, non non bikers, non bikers, do not know what the TT is. Like a lot of people do not know what the TT is. Um, Especially younger generations and stuff, they have no idea this stuff goes on. 
Uh, I showed it to a couple of people who were friends and they said, do you know what the TT is? No, no idea. I said, it's probably the most dangerous race, like road racing ever, because it's, it's on the road. Um, and they go insanely quick and they're all on motorbikes. And it's just death because you're going around these corners um, and you can't see around them corners. It's impossible. Uh, you've got brick walls, you've got hedges, you've got all that stuff in the way. And you just plow around these corners and they have to do it by memory. You have no reaction time. You're going that quick. There's no reaction time. It is just, you, you go around the corner and that's it. You're there, boom. You're around the corner and you're going right past this wall at like 100 plus miles an hour. And you go past this wall and you're barely grazing it. You know, you, you can, be, you know, they're so close. And the, the fact that it goes up and down as well. People don't realise, I mean, hills and stuff don't come out on camera. But there are some big drops, um, like, where they're coming down these hills and the bikes are leaving the ground uh, because they're going so fast. They're going over like a, a bit of a dip in the road and the whole bike launches. And that can be really dangerous if you come down hard on the front wheel or your wheel moves a little bit so when you land your 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 front isn't straight and then you get a nice big head wobble on that's a really really nasty way um but yeah there was five deaths at the uh tt this year and that is i don't know if that's high or not i'm not entirely sure but i know that there's the total, I think I did look it up, the total is like 265 deaths or something. Um, it's it's crazy. Two, it is, it is, it is crazy. Uh, that, that is a lot, a lot of uh, people who have died over the years. Um, now, I mean, you know, it's, well, it's past 100 years that it's been going. Um, so yeah, I think it's the, so what, it's what, an average of two to three deaths a year is, you know, it's, it's about two to three deaths a year, isn't it? Something about that. Um, but yeah, people who watch can die because you, you, it is, they don't, they don't put massive barriers up. Like there's nothing to, there's no central reservation barriers. There's no chain link fence. There's nothing. There's no runoff. There's a bit of road and then you're sitting there on the road. Um, so I know there's a couple of people who listen to this podcast who are not bikers and they probably don't know the history behind the Isle of Man. I mean, I don't know the full history, but basically racing was banned in the early nine. It was, was banned in the UK, in England. And they said, well, that's all right. You can race around the island, the Isle of Man. So they went to the Isle of Man. They went to the Isle of Man and they raced. They raced to the Isle of Man. And that's how they got away with it. Um, because technically, yes, it is owned by Great Britain or whatever, but they technically, I guess, they're owned their own country, so they have technically their own sort of rules. I know that they don't have vehicle inspections there, so when a vehicle arrives there, they're tested with it, with they they're taken through a very rigorous MOT um, or a vehicle inspection, and then that's it. They don't need another one for the for the rest of the time on the Isle of Man because. The vehicles don't do that many miles there. And people... You, I mean, yeah, if a cop sees you with a knackered car with four knackered tyres and it's shot, okay, fine, yes, I think you might get in trouble for that. 
but it's a different style of policing there. They just don't have that. They don't have a need to do MOTs. And I think if they, yeah, they just don't need to have MOTs. The, the vehicles don't do that many miles. It's not a, a massive island. Uh, but yeah, they, the Isle of Man is just something that even watching can be lethal. Uh, but yeah, one person who recently escaped, uh, who managed to not get killed. Um, but it sounds like he's in a lot of pain, a lot of recovery, and uh, you know, it could have been a lot worse. I'm, I'm to be honest. I'm to be, I, don't, I to be honest, I don't understand how. Um, how he's still alive. I guess he's really lucky. But basically. Uh, well, we all like 44 Teeth. A lot of people have watched 44 Teeth videos. Uh, I particularly like their series that they did where they went and took the budget bikes around the... Um, uh, around a little bit of England, about a bit of the south, didn't they? With their uh, their weird scooters and the BMW and uh, the sidecar. But yeah, Boothy, the one in the... Uh, well... I mean, it it was a two-stroke tricycle, trike, which was, and uh, yeah, it's a bit, it was adapted for wheelchair use because it had the ramps and stuff on the back uh, and you could probably get a wheelchair in there. You know, it was designed for a disabled person. Anyway, you'll find out why that's sort of, not funny, but if you've got a dark sense of humour, you know, you might find that a bit humorous. But at the moment, it's still rather, you know, fresh and everything. But I think, I think he's in good spirits from what I read. But I'll just read a couple of highlights from his. They they did a big post the other day on the uh, on the Forty Four Teeth website. Um, he had a big crash, and he hasn't. He didn't update for a long time because he just couldn't do it. He just it was too out of it, basically. Uh, too much pain. Uh, too tired, in and out of surgeries. This is exhausting, that is. Um, so, yeah, he's um, in a bad way. He's got to have a long time to recover. Both femurs were broken in the crash. Now, to break a femur, you have to really, really crash hard. And he's broken both of them. Um and he's got spinal damage. So they don't, well, we don't know his his total state with the spinal damage. Hopefully nothing uh, permanent with that sort of thing. But unfortunately, one thing that is definitely permanent is the amount of damage he had to his legs. And the lower, the right leg, uh... They were unable to save it, so they've amputated his right leg just below the knee, which is, as I understand it, that's actually not the worst type of amputation if it's a below the knee joint. You have quite a lot, if you have that movement left still, so um, yeah, that's, you know, it's quite a shocker that he he's lost... You know, reading the post, I thought, okay, he's had another crash. And if you've seen the videos before where he's crashed and stuff, they were 
where his foot was bent the wrong way around. That was that was just one of those like oh I've really that really hurt my foot when I saw that. It's just oh it was really painful to look at that was. Um, and uh, what did the guy say? He says that's all right. You're not doing. Oh, I guess you're not doing strictly this week. You know, strictly come dancing. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, I, I wouldn't know where to look to be honest if I was in that much pain. But yeah, he, apparently he had to wait a long time for the ambulance for that time for that for that thing. Not not so much on this. But yeah, he was um, straight into hospital, I guess. Uh, but yeah, he he has gone on to say, you know, uh, losing a leg, especially on the lower lower knee below knee means that you yeah you still have that mobility sort of thing um and here we you know you can people still do run marathons and do climb mountains he says and that's you know it's all true and they do they they can even run faster than people with real legs uh some of them do um but anyway yeah it wasn't I'm surprised, you know, it's one of those things where you, you read it, it's like, how is this guy still alive? Um, I haven't seen any crash footage or anything like that, but it's just the the amount of injuries and stuff he's got. And the fact that it is such a brutal course, because there is no runoff at the Isle of Man TT, there, 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 there is no runoff. Uh, the speed doesn't kill, it's the stop. And at, at a racetrack, you can come off, and there's loads of gravel and there's nice big barriers around the edge with like 12, 15 inch like foam blocks all the way around. So, you know, you can plow your bike into it and plow yourself, you know, and and, and you, you can be pretty much ready for the next session. But yeah, you come off at the Isle of Man TT, you can be, well, out, out. Now, I wonder if this sort of crash would actually put him off riding bikes ever again. I wonder. I wonder. If you had a crash that bad, would that put you off bikes forever? Cat's looking at me now. What are you doing? You going back out? Okay, he's going out. Um, cat threw me off then. Anyway. Um, yeah, just one of those things where that's that's horrible. Like just, and and the fact is that his I don't know his family, his family must be really upset. And I, I, I that's that's the thing. The family is going to be. It's one of those things where the family will push back really hard. Like, you 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 can't ride bikes anymore. Like I can see, I know a lot of people that had to give up bikes when they had kids. Uh, or they they had a kid and then it was like that thing switched in their brain and said, you know what, the motorbike isn't particularly the best form of transport at the moment. Or they have like a moment uh, where you have a near miss or something like that and then that'll be it. That'll be like, this isn't fun anymore and then you just put it away. Um, like I say, one of my friends we were riding together i had a near miss and it was a it was that bmw driver coming the opposite way my mate was behind me and he saw it and after that day he's like you know what my bikes aren't fun anymore and uh i mean this is at the time he just bought a new house as well 
So he's like, if anything happened to me, I'd struggle to make a mortgage payment or something. I mean, yeah, he's insured and everything, but he just doesn't want to use that. He'd rather, especially as he's only just bought it, so he wants to have no no problems sort of thing over the next, ever, basically. Um, he wants to have no problems for the first, you know, five or ten years or something like that. You know, it would be good, um, rather than having to claim on insurance or something, if you've had a big, big crash. Um, but yeah, it's just, and he, and he got, gave up biking for now. Uh, but yeah, he might get one later on about 10 or 15 years down the line, I reckon when he's paid off a big chunk of his mortgage. Uh, but yeah, these, these crashes do happen and I'm surprised Boothy is still alive. If you read the post, go to 44 teeth's website, 44 teeth.com. Uh, Isle of Man, Boothy's statement, Isle of 2022, Isle of Man, TT. Boothy's statement is uh, is uh, the shocking thing. It's it's uh, and and the thing is, it, <clears throat> don't let anyone read this um, who's like a family member or anything like that. Because if they read it or if you tell them this story, they're like, "Are you going to give up bikes?" That'd be the first thing out their their mouth. Um, are you going to, so is that going to make you uh, give up bikes? You know, that sort of thing. Because n- none of my family probably uh, like me riding the bikes at all. Um, none of them. Uh, I think my dad's indifferent from it because he was a biker, so he doesn't care. Um, but yeah, uh, my mum was on the back of my dad's bike back in, you know, probably like f- 40 years ago now at this point. And uh, they uh, they had a crash. And it was a rear tire blowout, um, and uh, they crashed. My mum hurt her leg. My dad was a little bit bruised or battered, but you know, generally speaking, okay. Um, and my mum never got back on the bike ever again after that. That was it. That was uh, that shook her up. And this is someone who had been on the back of a bike. For a very, very long time. Used to go to and from work. Um, I think a co-worker picked them up on the bike. You know, everything like that. It was just... They, they were used to the motorbike. Um, had no problems with it. Uh, but yeah, didn't... didn't After that crash, that was it. It's like, no, no you know what? I, I'm not going to bother getting on the back of my bike anymore. So, yeah, it can be just as simple as that. One little crash. I mean, will I think... Do I think that Boothy will get back on the bike? I think if he's able to, he'll be back on a bike because I think he loves it too much. And if you've seen the crashes he's had before and stuff, he does keep crashing. He just does keep crashing. But yeah, I reckon he probably will get back on the bike at some point. Even if it is, well, if he's still got a two-stroker with the, with the three-wheeler, there's somewhere to start, I reckon. Anyway... That's the end of this section of the podcast where it's been a bit depressing, I guess. Um, I'm not going to bother talking about the Black Book today, I guess. I'll skip that for another podcast. So yeah, um, go read Boothy's post on 44Teeth's website. It is a very... Oh, look up if you're not a... uh, a biker, look up the Iron Man TT, maybe some videos on YouTube or something, you'll understand 
at riding through streets and narrow roads that have a speed a posted speed limit of 30 miles an hour going as fast as they can round corners and stuff is uh yeah does result in a lot of deaths so two to three a year two to three deaths a year so yeah percentage of dying is uh quite high anyway uh thanks for listening to the podcast sorry it's been a bit of a depressing one i guess uh but yeah i just thought i'd like to talk about it and touch on it anyway that's it thanks for listening uh goodbye